Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, December 8th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Nowhere Terra Community Grant Proposal AMA, hosted by Terra Spaces and Orbital Command. Let's take a listen. Welcome, everybody. Good morning. Good evening. GM. Give us just a minute. We'll get everybody up here and situated. Be sure to share the space out if you could. Definitely appreciate that. We'll get started shortly. Hello, hey, good to be here. How are you? Thanks for having us, OC and Finn, Terra Spaces, uh, the Nowhere team. Yeah, here. definitely. Thanks, uh, thanks for making some time for us. Yeah, we have a couple more uh, of our team joining, so just bear with us. Yeah, no worries. Just uh, have them send up a request and we'll get them up here. Hi, guys. Rebel here on the OC account. Good to be here with you all. This is the first one of these I've been able to attend, just timing-wise. Hello, hi. All right, man. How you doing? <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> this is the Thai-Scottish connection. <laughs> Are you all right, awesome. lad? I'm all right, pal. How you doing? Yeah, so yeah, we're looking forward to, I mean, Finn's got some questions, um, kind of like a script I think he's going to run through, and it'd be really interesting to hear the nowhere responses for the community absolutely we look forward to it we're glad to be here and we look forward on updating um about everything and taking questions about our proposal and yeah looking forward to it um today we have in the chat we have ox wolfgang which is the nowhere ceo he'll be taking the harder questions if you know what i mean um and hopefully we have our cmo joining as well soon Excellent. Yeah, like we've mentioned at the uh, beginning of the other spaces, the whole point of this is just to help spread the word about the proposals that are happening. Uh, I know there's a lot of the community that doesn't spend a lot of time on Commonwealth, and uh, they may not know that there's these different proposals happening for the community funding. So we're just trying to do our part and help help get the word out there to others that may not have heard. Let everybody make more informed decisions. Yes, uh, thanks a lot for, for setting this up. Uh, glad to be here. So I'm Red. Uh, nice meeting you guys. Good to meet you. Excellent. We'll uh, get started in just a moment. Let the room fill up a bit more. Let's see if we need to bring anybody else up here. Hey, Rebel, was Dr. Doscoin able to join us for this one, or is this one out of the, the time zone for him? Oh, no, this is in the time zone. So it's in the time zone for the Australian lads. So there could well be two more of them joining. I've not heard from them directly. He's definitely attending or not attending. Um, but MB should be joining us as well at some stage. I think he had to do some real-world stuff. First of all, I was just thinking about these spaces. Do historic, well, okay, you've not done so many so far, but I think it might be quite nice for projects after we've done these spaces, maybe to post a link in the Agora proposal might be useful for 
some people. Yeah, I think I noticed Eris had a couple of the links from the a couple of the spaces they did, obviously, before we started doing these, but they, they did a couple on their own. I noticed in their prop that they had had those links in there. It would be nice if I wasn't like five days behind on editing. I'd have a nice permalink for y'all. But for now, we have them pinned on the TerraSpaces Twitter account. You can find the recordings there and I get to them as soon as I can. And then we'll we'll have them up and, and cleaned up and everything on TerraSpaces.org for posterity. <laughs> I, I find it quite exciting. It was nighttime, my time yesterday when the Eris proposal was kind of closing. And it, it was kind of like one of these like election night specials. Just watching, it was it was failing, passing. Oh, it's failing again, and just flip flopping. It was it was interesting to watch. I haven't watched very many of these that closely, but that one was really close from what I can remember. As far as seeing any other ones, like I don't usually they either like pass by a, a pretty good amount or they don't. It's very rarely, at least that I've seen, have they been like that close, you know? 100%, yeah. All right, cool. I think we can get started here. Uh, people file in if they have any questions and stuff. We'll have the towards the end of the space. Uh, and obviously, if you guys are in the Terra Telegram, you can toss some questions in there. I try to keep an eye on that channel as well. So uh, let's see, to kick things off, um, Pretty sure everybody knows who Nowhere is at this point, but just for, for posterity's sake, just give us a quick rundown of what you guys have been building uh, and what the uh, you guys had some emergency funding, which helped you continue to build, and then uh, you put up this grant. So go ahead and just take us through the, the beginning of that uh, to kick us off here. Hey, guys, right. So I'll just do a quick summary of who we are and why we're here. So Nowhere was the first NFT marketplace. Um, back in September 2021, we launched on Terra Classic. Um, today, by trading volume and um, listing secondary, etc., we're the largest marketplace and launchpad on the Terra blockchain. Um, in terms of track record, we've supported and helped launch over 100 NFT projects in the past 14 months. So we've been around. Um, and also simultaneously, since the new Terra was born, we've, we've added value to the ecosystem with the launch of Soil Protocol, which uh, we were inspired by um, Solana's Metaplex. It's an open source uh, smart contract and API and tools hub for Terra NFT projects. Um, we believe that Nowhere and Soil um, contribute to the Terra NFT ecosystem and that we have a consistent track record, dem demonstrable track record, and that our roadmap going forward will continue to to build the Terra NFT ecosystem and provide a platform where we can all grow together. Um, the main point is that we are re requesting a community fund um, through our community's governance framework. Um, quick summary is we're requesting 300,000 USD worth of Luna to operate and maintain our platform through this crypto winter as we continue and continue to ship out new fort features in the next six to eight months. Um, and yeah, we, we, we are, determined, dedicated, and endeavor to provide the required infrastructure and community engagement and tech for Terra NFTs to continue to grow. That's the main um, summary. Excellent. And I'll tell you just for, for historical sake, Nowhere was the first launchpad I minted my first Terra NFT on the Bag of D's. You remember Hooligan and, and Crude Lifted Waifu uh, 
their project way back when. <laughs> so that was like kind of my first experience with Terra. Um, for those that might not know, and I think this is kind of an important piece of it. Can you kind of go into a little bit more of what Metaplex serves, like what purpose that serves in, in how it benefits the community? Yeah, so I'll jump in here. So essentially, the the, the goal of Metaplex, well, actually, we call it soil, which is, you know, the function is similar to what Metaplex does for um, Solana, which if you understand the, the kind of like how Solana ecosystem was built, you know that, you know, majority of a lot of the actions in Solana is actually driven by uh, NFT. And uh, when you look at how they actually built this is because they have these kind of like a good a foundation of available tools to let uh, for both developers and non-developers to basically build on top. Right. So it makes it very easy for even like a, a normal developers with no smart contracts background to basically build different NFT projects, whether it's Launchpad or um, doing things that allows them to play around with the metadata or, you know, make interesting things like metamorphing or evolutionary NFTs. So these kind of stuff. So it's kind of like a foundation um, of um, the base level of how you can basically build NFT ecosystem on top. And the reason we're building this is, is because like we saw the success of Solana and we thought like, okay, maybe this is what Terra needs in order to basically allow more people to, to build uh, NFT projects here. Um, and I think this is a little bit different. Um, I guess the main purpose is a little bit different than, than what Nowhere does is Nowhere Launchpad uh, mainly supports projects that launches with us. Um, that are more community-focused projects, right? So uh, projects that are very community-driven, they have a lot of people behind the projects rallying and, you know, have a consensus sort of like directions on what they wanted to do as a community, whereas Soil is a little bit more open source um, and allow a lot more customizations, right? So you can basically fork our co uh, code and then do whatever you want with it. Right, you can you know basically embed your own launchpad inside of your your, your own websites. Uh, you can build on top. Um, you can do customizations of uh, NFTs. So I think that this one project that we, we chat with before, they are trying to basically um, use like you know the idea that they had was trying to um, do a customizable NFT that uh, instead of uh, all the metadata being randomized, uh, you can actually select them, right? And then there's also like things that you can do on top, like there's also a randomization process in terms of uh, each individual um, like um, uh, traits will also have like, um, their rarities based on that. So uh, like the main purpose of Soil is is to, to allow a little bit more advanced users to, to build uh, NFT projects on top. Right. And without that, they would have to have all of the dev power on their own and the infrastructure to kind of set up that sort of thing, project to project, basically. But what you guys are building is something the whole community is going to be able to use, it sounds like. Oh, that's right. Very cool. Uh, let's see. Out of the emergency fund, we, we kind of go through this with every project just to kind of lay a, a little foundation of how the funds have been spent. Uh, you guys had 104,166 loon over five months uh, from June 17th to October 18th, and that went towards engineering, 65%, 5% for marketing, 15% for operations, and 15% for infrastructure and logistics. Uh, and so moving forward, uh, 
assuming that you are able to get the the grant funding what is that going to allow you guys to continue doing or does that just kind of support what's already been built or, or take us through what what happens uh, once you if you get the funding yeah thank you uh for the question so essentially i think um this is probably the uh, kind of like a challenge of many different terra projects right now which is um, like ideally for, I think, a project to be successful and long lasting, um, the top priority should be like to generate a self-sustaining revenue uh, in general. And I think like at some point uh, before, you know, during Terra Classics, we actually reached that point several times. Uh, we reached that point in, in some months and, you know, didn't reach that point in some months. But um, I think we're, we're pretty close. if. Um, you know, if the trading volumes and the, the the whole kind of industries are growing at at a reasonable rate, um, and I think right right now because we're in a, a deep bear market, um, and with the current volumes that we have generated, uh, it's still relatively far from uh, maintaining what we have in place at the moment. So I think like one of the main um, reason that we're, we're applying for a company grant is basically to enable us to basically be able to grind through this kind of like a little bit of the winter period um, and then basically being able to, to, to keep building new features. And then when the better times come, when, you know, the dust settles, hopefully we have enough things to basically kickstart the whole community in NFTs in Terra again. Okay. And just so everybody's clear, because uh, you guys have been around since, I mean, at least since I've been in Terra for over a year now and, and longer than that, um, the, the treasury and the funding that you had accrued just from normal operations, uh, I assume that all got destroyed in the crash or am I, am I close with that? Yeah, unfortunately, um, like I would say majority of the, um, the, the funding or and the revenue that we generated uh, from the, the operations marketplace um, has been um, basically dissolved. Um, so it's unfortunate. I mean, like, I think to some extent, we're relatively the lucky one because right, at least right now we're still surviving. Um, but, you know, I think like, uh, it's it's unfortunate to everyone and and you know we'll, we'll also we'll also get wrecked a little bit i'm almost and uh, just me personally speaking i'm almost more sus at the the projects that like didn't get completely wrecked because it to me it's like all right so you weren't like all in like a lot of us were and it, it kind of like gives me a feel of like oh maybe you didn't like have enough faith in what you were building or the ecosystem you were building in. Obviously the responsible thing is to diversify, but you know, uh, I, I feel your pain. A lot of us got, got pretty wiped uh, during that. And then seeing all of this news come out uh, as to what might've started it all. It's just crazy. Uh, as far as bringing new users and adoption to Terra. I know a lot of people like to utilize NFTs to do that. It's always a good onboarding tool. Uh, is there anything special on top of that besides just normal NFT stuff that Soil is going to help uh, create to bring in some new users and get some new liquidity into the ecosystem? Yeah, so um, I think there's two sides of things. So one is basically the, the launch pad side of things. I think we're going to continue to support um, the projects that want to launch as a community projects with us. Um, so if 
any uh, projects are interested, please feel free to reach out. Um, we try to, uh, because of the previous, a lot of like the previous NFT projects, we try to do as much DD as we can. Um, we also have like a pretty complete DD process to to do to do these. Um, you know, it's not hundred percent, but I think it, it's um, good to a certain level. Um, but then for the soil protocol part of things, I think like we also try to make a lot more effort in trying to make it easier to uh, even the non-developers to use, uh, which is what we did with, like, I think recently we released a, um, a YouTube video just to basically guide it step-by-step step on how to use Spoil Protocol to launch your own NFT project. And we did it in the kind of like the mindset that allows even non-coder to uh, teach non-coder to, you know, write a little bit of code and to able to generate um, these kind of like collections by themselves. Um, so I think it can also act as kind of like a, a good entry point for a lot of the kind of like newer developers uh, into the smart contract world to basically build their first NFT project or at least starting from, from some building blocks. So, so hopefully um, that will be useful. Um, and I think we're, we're going to keep adding uh, more open source stuff towards Soil Protocol as well. Very cool. And you mentioned you guys were close to being sustainable. Um, the next question, as far as project sustainability, what happens if uh, this bear market lasts longer than, and I know nobody knows what the future is, but uh, do you have any plans or anything like that uh, to keep it going once these grant funds get exhausted? Or will you just have to like end up putting another prop up or? Yeah, so um, so I think the best situation would be to be able to kind of like uh, self-sustained through volume, right? But like you said, you know, markets are really unpredictable. Um, so I think like at some point we'll probably, um, we have like several options, but the two main options are um, either we will um, have to scale down our team uh, which is, um, it's doable, but it's not ideal because that would mean that we'll only be able to maintain what we have um, and probably don't have a lot of resources to keep building extra uh, features and stuff and optimization and shipping new features and products. Uh, but it will still allow us to kind of like survive longer. Uh, and the second option is to basically um, shut it down, uh, which is, definitely not something that we're envisioning unless really uh, forced upon. Um, but then hopefully, I think like there's also an additional option that are, you know, non-sales sustainability, which is like fundraising. Um, but um, I think like it's also possible. We'll probably need to wait it out a little bit more in terms of like the market sentiment and everything. Just, you know, wait for the, the FTX just to settle a little bit and then, you know, market uh, confidence come back, uh, then I think maybe, you know, and then Terra will obviously have a lot of new features going on and um, the condition might be better than what it is right now. Yeah, all, all you got to do to survive is survive, you know, and like as, as long as you can wait out however long this is going to be. And I mean, it, it's nice with a lot of this Web3 stuff because, you know, once the contracts are done and assuming the, the audits were done properly and everything, for the most part, you don't really have to mess with them too much. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 always nice to be able to continue build on your roadmap of, of the things that you want to do. Um, do you have any sort of like 
projected uh, growth or expected growth that, that you'd like to see over the next year? And what store of like metrics are you kind of looking at for measurement? Is it just volume or do you have anything else that you guys are kind of looking at to, to gauge your sustainability by? Yeah, so I think like the two main things that we look at generally is uh, number one, like you said, it's the, the, the trading volume. Uh, which indicate the, on the, the financial side. But another thing that we keep an eye on is the um, daily and monthly active users on that side, which is basically on, on the, um, the Google Analytics side of things. Um, I think like compared to Terra Classic time, um, the number of users dropped quite a bit, um, but then it's still not, not like completely dry. Um, so I think like a lot of the conditions uh will base a lot on the macro side of things so people's perceptions on um terra as a chain um and will we be able to kind of like bring in more users uh coming back to the chain and regain confidence um and i think like um over time i'm, I'm pretty optimistic about this um because I, I feel like at least for me i feel like uh people who is building on terra are you know relatively stronger team um and and um they ship things so i think like because of the the winter and and the market condition people are, are slowing things down a little bit but once the momentum come back hopefully everything will you know we'll, we'll gain a momentum and then the the people will uh basically build a lot more than than what's happening right now have you uh thought of any plans if this doesn't work out to uh, look at other ecosystems or are you guys set on keeping everything here and continuing i've noticed a lot of other projects kind of tried to expand out to these other ecosystems so i was just curious if you guys had any plans to do the same yeah so um i think like this um so first thing first is like our roots is here right because actually this project was started uh, a little bit uh, i think as mark indicated it was in september 2021 and it was sort of like um, community requested to some extent. Um, and the, the original plan was to build it for the community. And, and then it just somehow turns it into a company. Um, but I think like what we're trying to do right now is we're trying to build as many features as we can to support a complete and, and a, a very well-functioned marketplace. In terms of expanding to other chains, um, it's not in our most immediate plan right now, but it's definitely definitely like an option, right? Um, so I think like um, the whole like uh, cross-chain communities and I think Terra right now is also expanding. So um, as Terra expand, we'll also probably expand to support more and more uh, people into the communities. Awesome. Uh, if anybody in the group has any questions, you can definitely toss a hand up and we'll we'll get you to come up. Uh, while we're waiting on that, is there any NFT projects you've seen come across your radar that you're particularly excited about what they're doing uh, different from what uh, a lot of other projects are doing? Uh, looking on the site as far as top collections in the last 30 days, Skeleton Punks and Redacted Ronins have kind of maintained their spots uh, up there. But then we're starting to hear more about projects that we saw last year, uh, like Terabots. Uh, starting to make a little noise. So 
uh, I always look forward to the rec gang. They, they release a, a spreadsheet kind of going through like different floor price movements and stuff like that across the, the cosmos. So it's always cool to see the, the Terra NFT projects pop up in there. Hey, yeah. So I'll take this question. Um, there are quite a few uh, exciting or interesting projects upcoming. For example, I'll just first want to plug in that uh, today, 3 p.m. UTC, we have the Terra Meta Royals uh, Mint, which is, um, they're from Terra Classic. Um, a lot of people may may have known them. They were very, um, how do you say, groundbreaking at the time, like as a, as a social, as a charity. Um, let me just find really quickly about them. Yeah, so so they're they basically this collection that's minting later today is um they're all about philanthropy, um, empowering uh women. Um and the artwork is like unique. Uh and also they they have real world uh use cases attached to them combined with web three endeavors. But uh, to learn more, just check out Terra Meta Royals. That's one project. Um and of course that you mentioned already, I don't think we need to talk about redacted Ronins and skeleton punks as much because they're very active and all of the community knows what they're doing. Another shout out to give is definitely to Terabots who are recovering and um, rejuvenating. Um, very cool to see. Please check them out as well. Uh, also, we have Luna Name Service are planning an NFT collection that will add utility to their name service, basically. Some interesting stuff there too. More on that later. Um, another thing, another project that to mention is Web3Mon which is a unique concept. I think they've reached out to Orbital Command as well before. And their concept is NFTs cross-chain battle royale. So you can have Terra versus Solana, Solana versus um, Avalanche, et cetera. Very exciting projects. But they, these are coming probably around December, January. Um, as you can imagine, when something like FTX happens, it puts everything on hold. Um, everyone is shell-shocked and stun and then there's a little bit of a lull period before things start picking back up again and that's definitely what we experienced in the nft scene recently but yeah many exciting projects are coming up and like to add on about the cross-chain question earlier um i mean for us like we've seen from our actions we, we've seen and we truly believe in the value of like well-run nft projects as a uniting force for communities and like whether that's on terra or across the cosmos i think that is that rings true so, yeah, happy to expand further on any of the projects that we've talked about. Shout out to Hero NFT as well, who recently migrated. It's really great to see them back on Terra. Quality project. Yep. Yeah, they took like a trip around the whole cosmos before they came back. That's awesome. I hope they brought us back some souvenirs. And uh, we yeah, have right. some of those spaces up as well. You guys were doing a lot of those big Terra meetups and stuff. So if people want to go back and listen to those, all of that stuff is on Terra spaces. Hi, guys. It's and, uh, Rebel here on the Orbital Command account. Um, just just looking at the vote at the moment, it's it's not looking great. Um, I mean, do you, do you have any opinions on why so many validators are coming in with no votes? Um, I think, like for us, we uh, we respect everyone's opinion, and uh, we don't have any kind of like strong insights um, on basically why people are voting yes or no. Um, so essentially, we're, we're in observation mode now and trying to uh, learn more about the feedback that we could potentially get on how we can improve our 
uh, proposal and what we should do. Um, so, so we're observing and we're collecting feedbacks. Awesome. So, so just following up on that, then, like, um, are you, are you getting a decent amount of feedback? Would you say, particularly from people who are, or, or for, from anyone, anyone who's voting yes, no, or abstain, or, or like the validators coming in with feedback for you? Yeah, I think, um, I think like the positive feedback are 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 going on. So some some of the people who voted yes. Um, they gave us some some positive feedbacks. They, they support us. Um, for for I think like one of the questions that people I think raise for uh, a more neutral or or negative feedback is concerning about sustainability, um, which I think like it's totally understandable and it's probably something that we we need to work on more as well in terms of like detail planning on how do we make sure that um, within a certain time frame we'll be able to obtain that amount of sustainability um and as detailed before i think we have some plans in terms of like okay how can we you know optimize or reduce the um the burn rate that we're running right now um but then there's also on the flip side like we can um like that will basically uh, allow us to survive longer and survive with uh less um like volume to be sustainable but it, it will just slow down the the progress that we can potentially uh, produce. I guess it's a trade-off. Um, it's never a right or wrong. Um, but but I think I think we're we're also taking those into considerations. Thanks yeah, for that response. I, I, I mean, yeah, it, it's it's kind of interesting about the whole sustainability thing because. <laughs> And unless nowhere are themselves are responsible for bringing back a bull market, it's it's quite a hard um, question to answer. I would say. Um, I mean, well, yeah, because like, you you need you need you need like the the users there with a project, and then you need a bunch of those projects, and you need that like kind of continuously happening, and that's just super hard to do right now, where we're seeing projects kind of drop off. Uh, I know one of my more favorite ones, at least for the art, uh, the unstables, uh, they kind of are taking a step back. Like we're we're seeing that a lot, and so it, it's hard, I would imagine, for a launch pad that like that's that's your bread and butter. If there's not a lot of projects coming through, and out of the ones that are coming through, if there's not a lot of community support for them, and I get it, like not everybody has liquidity to be minting JPEGs with, you know, like it, it is a tough sell right now. Um, I, I don't really, yeah, there, I mean, obviously there is no, there is no right answer. I mean, everybody wants Luna to be worth more so that it can stretch further so that it can support more projects, but I don't think you can get it higher without, you know, having stuff already built and being released and everything, but you can't do that without paying it so it's like this uh, we talked about this last time like is this weird catch 22 all of crypto seems to find itself in and that's what i mean the only thing you can really do is just kind of buckle down and get into survival mode and like start rationing and and hope that that this winter doesn't last forever you know and obviously it won't but yeah yeah i think i, mean, I so full totally agree oh. oh sorry go ahead please no no wolfgang carry on Oh sure, yeah, yeah. So I um, just just want to add to that because 
I feel like um, the whole like bull and bear cycle thing, ultimately, you know, cycles comes and go, uh, but like the technology remains, right? And I feel like historically, at least, we see a lot of new innovation uh, keep being built. Even these kind of like NFT things also like, uh, I think on Ethereum, there's a lot of like newer innovations um, allowing NFT to do several different things on top. Um, I feel like, um, like, I think the next bull run or the next NFT run or you know whatever run it is to increase the, the liquidity um, will also depends a lot on uh, newer innovations, right? And I think like the whole ecosystem um, has been relying a lot on speculations in general. Um, and I think what we're thinking in the back of my mind while we're building these things, like how do we make sure that um, the technology sustain and actually be useful over time. Um, and I think like one, one good example that some people are doing is like SVT. Um, just, uh, just to clarify, it's so token. So it's kind of like an NFT that are not really tradable, but it's like more like earnable. So I think that could be, you know, the usage of those kind of technology uh, could be, you know, like it can have real world usage, right? Like you can own, you can actually like have strong identities, um, and then you can basically do something to earn some some titles, and then that title can enable you to have certain perks, um, and those perks ca- can be available in both the NFT world and also the DeFi world. So I feel like I think. Uh, over time, um, even the liquidity is, is lower. Um, with the technology advancing, we can also like shift our business model a little bit towards whatever is um, useful um, at that time. So just 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 um, just my two cents, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I mean, following up on that, I'd be surprised if many people or any people I'd be surprised if many people voting no like actively won't know where are just just to shut down i i don't think people are voting no because they don't like know where are um I, again i don't know exactly why people are voting no but i mean that, that would be my hypothesis um there's all narrative around like um not using community funding which like there's people on either side of that debate um for example like if if the vote closed this second, it, it, would, it wouldn't pass. So what, what would be the next steps for you guys? I mean, would you think, right, we need to find an L1 that's willing to support us? We, we, are, we are kind of out of here. I mean, if, yeah. What, what, what's the next steps from where are? Should it fail? Yeah, so I think, like, um, you know, obviously there's, there's still a few more days until they, the proposal is, is done, but um, like regardless of the results, um, we'll probably collect a lot more feedback after the thing as well. Uh, we'll, we'll try to reach out to as many people as we can. Um, and then I guess the most immediate thing would be getting those feedbacks and then see how we can improve on that. Um, and then whether we should, um, you know, take a deeper look on our business model on, and also how we can help um the terra community in either sustaining nowhere and um or building other things um but i think like um with, with a no we, we definitely need to take a deeper look on our 
um, finances and basically how we would be able to, you know, a strategy on surviving uh, in longer term. Um, yeah. And um, we're not against, like, if it's, um, if uh, we're not sure, but if it's a timing thing, if it's a, a macro thing, we might consider putting up the votes with, you know, accounting for those feedbacks earlier next year as well. Uh, but that's um, that's something that uh, we need to think about. Thanks very much for that response. Um, I mean, just just diving a little bit deeper, you talked about profitability on Terra One. I mean, so essentially, like when there's volume, we can be profitable, like self-sustaining. Like, is that like paying loads of salaries? What sort of level of profitability are we talking? Just like buy a few. I don't know, cans of beer, or is it like this nowhere art makes serious money? Yeah, so um, I think just to kind of like be a little bit more transparent, um, in order to kind of like be able to self-sustain, uh, we need around like two and a half million trading volume per month, um, just accounting for the trading volumes uh, with the current rent rate at least. And previously in um, during Terra One, we have reached that level and exceeded in some, some months. And in some months, we are not over there, right? But at that time also, um, like there's also a lot of competitions in terms of like other marketplaces. Um, just to review some stats, we are around like, I think either second or third in market share. Um, we have like 15% or something, I'm not sure. But I think like the, the core and the important thing is how do we make sure that we get the high volume projects on our side um and previously before the tpeg we actually have um implemented a aggregator uh that we haven't released because you know the, the current conditions but um that was basically our plan to kind of, kind of like regain a lot of the market share back um but uh, just to answer your questions we, we've um i think like we are we have reached uh profitability before um although not the most consistently but even the average number is like almost right so we we are like i think like 80 percent, 90 percent of our burn rate is sustainable basically cool so just just so that i've got this clear in my head for you guys to pay your own salaries just for everything to be ticking over nicely it's it's two and a half million in dollars volume is that right or two and a half million That's right. Luna or... no in dollars in dollars you, Right, so to be honest, which doesn't sound like a huge amount if if people are actually buying NFTs. Um, obviously, at the moment, I'm assuming you're you're nowhere close to that. Yeah, unfortunately, right now it's it's pretty far away. And that's uh, is that just counting that as the the one source of revenue? Uh, are there other other branches or paths that could be? added on to that to kind of lower that volume because obviously volume is a very volatile metric and and it's hard to say like yes we will have this much volume every month so that our our stuff is taken care of like are, are there other other avenues uh to to kind of help help get that down a bit so um i think like we operated in i guess three different subcategories so one is the nft marketplace itself uh, which essentially we we take a cut from the trading volume, which is two percent. Um, I think 
uh, previously some marketplace and other chains they also take percentage off of royalties from projects but that's um that's at least that's not what we do um and then this i guess the second way of generating revenue for us is for launchpad projects right so we take a, a small amount of cuts from the project that launches with us as well um for all the technical support sustaining and the third thing that we do is soil protocol which is completely open source so there's no revenue generated from the third bit um so i think like at least um once we reach a, a good level of features that we think that completed the nft marketplace um we probably have to think harder about how we can um create more product lined that are similar to or have deep um integration to nora ecosystem um that can generate more revenue right whether it's on the you know the desox side of things or um messaging side of things uh but that's um that's definitely in our mind uh one thing that um i think a lot of people have asked is also from the token side of thing uh but that's something that we're still keeping in, at the back of our mind we don't have plans for any tokens yet um but i think those are revenue generating at least uh but i think like like you said like a lot of the i guess volume um and um like people using these trading these nfts depends a lot on on the macro and the um how the industry is going so i guess that's just the the nature of i guess marketplace business which i think it's pretty similar to in in all of the other chains too it almost seems like it's kind of a hybrid like half public good half you know marketing launchpad business as far as like the open source infrastructure you guys are building and have built um so yeah uh, hopefully we can help get the word out there to to people that haven't voted yet and they can take a look and make a make a decision uh we got t-bart up here you got a question how you doing hey finn thanks for pulling me up uh just uh first off like to say it's nice to see you in the in the host seat a bit more lately finn uh going like glowing up a little bit uh anyway uh, i i had a question for wolf gang um now you you did just just a moment ago you mentioned that um nowhere doesn't call, doesn't take a, a royalty or secondary sales and that that's that's not where you're collecting your revenue from i i just kind of had had a a fleeting idea i, I suppose a su- question a suggestion i don't know whatever you want to call it i don't you don't see a lot of from layer 1 community pools and stuff like that you, you you don't typically see funding for nft projects coming from these community pools and things like that it may maybe from from a both an optics perspective and a community focused perspective like could could nowhere potentially consider maybe adding a a, a very small uh royalty and and creating like a nft community pool um somewhere that nft projects can come forward and put proposals where you'd have a community that's directly more receptive to those kind of proposals yeah i mean i think that's also a very interesting idea um like 
I think ultimately the way I guess like NFT marketplace work is is very it's highly dependent on on market conditions and communities and people inside of the uh, you know how active people inside of the communities and each sub communities are. And I think being able to have a fund that can support the growth of these um, communities would definitely be very useful. Um, and unfortunately, right now we we simply just don't have the fund to to support these things, but. Um, I think it's definitely something that can be very useful. I'm not sure, like, I'm not sure about like whether it's, um, you know, on the community uh, pool spending proposal. That's a separate thing that I'm not in control of. Uh, but I definitely think that having these kind of pool would be uh, very helpful for for the community in general. Uh, but I think, like, at the same time, um, these fund can be useful. But many of the launchpad projects. Um, the core kind of like benefits of using a launchpad and launching these NFT projects is two things, right? So one is um, like making people to be early community members and potentially profit from it. But number two is basically raise money for the projects to basically maintain a community um, and do, you know, um, execute the communities and their roadmaps, right? So to some extent, I think like the launchpad itself is also already a very good fundraising tool to to run these communities. Um, so I think like in addition to communities uh, like funding support for um, for for like these potential projects, um, having some sort of like uh, a more kind of uh, engaging sort of launchpad uh, would be useful as well. Like. Uh, maybe in terms of like advising how to uh, run the community projects or have a communities of NFT uh, projects that can share resources or engage with one another or connect with the the right people to help different NFT projects to kind of flourish even more could also be uh, very beneficial. Yeah, I wonder what the like what the numbers would have to look like to where that community fund for launching projects brought in enough community and enough mints to help offset whatever volume fluctuations there were. That, that is an interesting idea because there, there are a lot of projects that could benefit from, you know, like an extra help in hand doing the, either their marketing or, or whatever it is that they're, they're needing help with. And then you kind of get to the other side of that where like the fully permissionless stuff is just like flooded with like AI art that it just never stops. <laughs> like it's just a never ending flood of it. So there's definitely something to be said about some curation and a layer of some sort of verification between the users and the community and, and the projects themselves that want to launch and, and get, get to, to become a part of that. Uh, any other questions from from the group or T Bar? Do you have anything else to add? Can I just follow up on one thing that T Bar brought up there? Like, uh, this is something I wasn't aware of. So, no, nowhere art is not charging a royalty. I, that, I, I, I thought right? you said that. Maybe I heard it wrong. No. So, um, no. just to clarify, so there's two different fees when you do trading on nowhere. Uh, one is the protocol fee, which is basically a 2% flat fee that we take for trading. And there's, uh, additionally, there's a thing called royalty fee, which is basically goes to the creator themselves, right? Uh, a fixed percentage. And 
Um, I think like previously in some of the um, other chains marketplace, they also take a percentage off of these fixed percentage of royalty fees. So they take a certain mon- amount of money from the project themselves as well. Uh, I'm just saying that we, we, we don't in our case. So the, the, we still take protocol fees in order to sustain, but we just don't take the cut from the, the, the part that the projects will take. Yeah, and that's, yeah, that's I, I guess that's partly. See. I was gonna say, yeah, I guess that's like partly where my suggestion was stemming from, because I, I know you said like, you know, revenue-wise, you guys couldn't afford to 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 build or sustain a pool like that at this stage, but in these market conditions, and you know, I was like thinking, like, what if you take point one percent from the royalties, like a lot of other marketplaces already do, and you send a hundred percent of that revenue towards building a community fund. I, I, I don't know. I just feel like that could be something quite good for optics for one and, and would definitely maybe help with in, in future proposals and future community fundraising for yourselves. And I think, you know, not, not just optically, but I, I, you see, I mean, crypto and NFTs are in, in trend, like intrinsically entwined, but there does seem to be some like a, a a fair amount of a split between the two. They're not like that. There's definitely NFT communities and crypto communities, and then there's like a bit of a crossover. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's a good suggest, uh, suggestion. Um, I think that's definitely something that we we should consider. Um, unfortunately, right now the trading volume is. Um, relatively low um, to have these kind of numbers to to I guess make an impact. Uh, but I think like when when market conditions come back, um, then I think like you know we'll put, it's probably a good idea to to chat with some of the projects first and to to see what uh, each project are thinking in terms of like feedback. Maybe it could be like an op in op out thing, depending on the project. Um, and obviously it helps a lot with optics. Um, so I think. You know, that's definitely something that we, we can consider for sure. And just to make sure I'm following along with these ideas because I'm not certain I am. T-Bird, are you saying like a, a tiny royalty would go back to the, the Terra community pool? Or are you talking about some different community pool? I'm, I'm talking about a Nowhere Arts NFT community pool, a new one that's created that's for NFT projects since they're, I, I feel at least, probably somewhat overlooked in from from these layer one community funds a lot of the time cool thanks for the clarification yeah you see that a lot with uh i I think talus had it with like the angel alliance uh thing so like they would have the the artists creator royalties and then they would have a percentage whatever the project set that would automatically go to angel uh i feel like Back in like November, people were talking about that, like having some sort of open source system that just put the funds back into the community pool to kind of keep it, keep it fresh. But yeah, right now it's just a matter of like surviving, (laughs) like all you got to do is survive and have, have these foundations in place for, for when the next cycle hits. Cause it's hard building that shit when there's like 800 people all hollering when mint, you know, like it's kind of nice right now. It's quiet. I can hear myself think. So, uh, I mean, we're, we're coming up on the hour, Finn. I was just wondering, like, is, is there any sort of final pitch that Nowhere would like to, to make to the community? Final pitch? 
<laughs> Mike, do you want to take over? Um, yeah, sure. Well, the pitch we would make to the community is there is value in NFTs and there's value in nowhere NFT marketplace. And um, if the result is that it's a no, then we will reconsider our position and reconsider why, take the feedback, which we've got so much good feedback so far as well. Um, yeah, and we'll go again. But um, I just think like if you, like like us, see the value in NFTs basically, and does Terra need NFTs? This could be another question, the big macro question, because um, we've been here from the beginning and we look, we endeavor to keep building on here and to partner with um, our friends here. Um, and we'll go from there, basically. So we'll go from there. After the results of this um, proposal, we'll go from there. And probably we can have another AMA as well so that we can sort this out, figure this out. Cheers, guys. I, I do want to also give a shout out. I saw them in here earlier, but uh, DPEG, DGENs, the Discord games those cats are building, I think is going to be pretty big, especially with every single project and community having their own discord all of these servers are playing games like there's no reason they shouldn't be playing games that are on terra and like the the rock paper scissors shit that they built is is super fun and i know they're working on some other stuff so definitely there's value in this stuff getting it out there to uh, help onboard people uh, from other ecosystems within the cosmos and and to just have fun man like what we learned doing that Joe Mint, like you don't need any roadmap or anything. All you need is a good meme and a pretty face and Charles Hoskinson's body. And you just put Joe on that shit. And like, <laughs> as long as you could keep people laughing and, and entertained when shit's really down like this, I think that's super important. Otherwise people just get all depressed and shit. And that's no fun. Uh, definitely, if anybody else, if nobody's got any other questions, we'll wrap this up. I appreciate you guys making time to come out and, and chat with us and the community about this. And we'll try and make this definitely more of a, a regular thing uh, to get the, the greater community involved in Commonwealth. Because I know I don't go there enough. And I, when I do go there, it's always like the same few people just kind of yelling at each other. So I think the more of, <laughs> of the broader community we can get involved in this, uh, the the better we'll, we'll all be. So. Uh, Orbital Command, as always, a pleasure. Thank you for yeah, joining. That, 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 I mean, that would be my final pitch. Like, if you've not been, I mean, some people, yeah, might not even have been to Agora Terra Money. That that's where this stuff is. Like, proposals go up and often don't get that much much feedback. So, whether you support nowhere, whether you're against nowhere, I would just encourage you to go to Agora Terra Money. And, and leave your opinion. Um, the more engagement we have, the better for everyone. Like positive, as long as the feedback is constructive, then that's going to help projects understand um, what the community wants. End of rant. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you, Rebel. We will chat with you guys later. We'll see you online. Have a good day, night. I'm going to bed. It's like 2 a.m. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Nowhere Terra Community Grant Proposal AMA, hosted by Terra Spaces and Orbital Command, recorded on Thursday, December 8th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. They say rapping is the gateway, bringing home great pain, checking that replay, sing along and we say nobody gives a fuck around my way. I make about three bucks for every thousand plays, so add it up.
could do the math on that Financially speaking, why the fuck would anybody wanna rap? But in this reality, the money comes from doing shows But then where's the money go when you can't do the shows? I guess you could rap on Cameo I've been asking all my friends if I can rap on the patio Six feet, motherfucker, step the fuck back Doing a little magic, pulling rabbits out the rucksack Not everybody's always in it for the money Looking like another crooked Sunday and I'm working Monday So you know I ain't stressing, left debating great methods Amazed to play Inception, the base state blessed See, even with these huge sums of overall royalties These sums of money that go to the record label per playback Can seem insultingly small Many rights holders are making around three quarters of a cent Each time someone listens to one of their tracks Leaving only some portion of that for the actual artist They can't even say they're making pennies, pennies per play Until they can figure out how to turn a profit Their future will always be in question But, for now, investors see enough potential to continue to fund Pennies, 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 pennies Another day, another lesson Living in the eighth dimension Might be worth a little mention Living in the Great Depression Got a real regal feel Reeling in another sucker fish Out to make a deal Just to make a motherfucker wish Aw shit, now you only got two left You know what I wish? We didn't have any loose ends You know what I miss? Listening to excuses Now we're on the fence Like we forgot how to choose That's what happens When people don't know what's true In the dark eating bullshit up like a mushroom In the lunchroom Just trying to laugh it off Meanwhile foaming at the mouth Like a rabbit dog Like a fake mate and called at the zoo It's looking like the view is getting disappointed too I'm working on the new shit Trying to produce it It's what I'm willing to go through When I'm making my music Bye.